I'm gonna make him an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Michael. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Hello and welcome to The Best Movies You've Never Seen. My name is Stephen Fennick. The Best Movies You've Never Seen from Trevor Long's point of view. He's my <laughs> co-host. We go through a movie every week that Trevor, nine times out of ten, hasn't seen before. Uh, including this one. Trev, how are you going? Very well. I'm happy and proud to have a podcast named in my honour. <laughs> well, this week we're talking about Liar Liar, starring Jim Carrey, released in 1997. Okay. This right, yeah. uh, was a, a movie that eventually was, it, it sort of went through script hell, let's call it. There was, it was turned down nine times before producer Brian Grazer bought the bought it. Hmm. So he's, the pitch to him was that he heard two sentences about the movie and he thought, okay, I want it, let's get it. The, Eight other times yeah, they, they, they couldn't they convince, did, but this that, bloke took two sentences. He said, yep, That's that'll remarkable. do me. The original screenplay was written by Paul Gwai and Stephen Mazur. And it Mazur. was, when, when they bought it though, it was rewritten from scratch. So Tom Shadak, the director... And the one and Mike Binder, so he's a, a writer. He they took everything apart, yep. and rewrote it. So the basic concept of a man who's unable to tell a lie for twenty four hours they kept, and the reason and his goal was to keep maintain the relationship with his son. That was all that survived. That's all that survived. So the he original, might not have been a lawyer in the original well, or anything. There were talks of making him a real estate agent and yeah. a politician. Yeah, oh, that. Yeah, mate, you could. Yeah, politician would be quite funny. Yeah, but they decided to go with a lawyer. Right. Uh, so, that that's all that survived. The the other uncredited rewrite. You've heard of Judd Apatow. I've heard of the him. comedian. He's also responsible for a lot of movies like um, Knocked Up. Uh, the the he's 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 been, he's a stand up comedian on Netflix too. Okay. I think he, he's another of his movies is this is forty. There's a lot of his films. Right. He did an uncredited rewrite on this as well. Right. 
Now Jesus. you have not seen this. What was your impression? Do you knew Jim Carrey was in it? I think yeah, I, I told I, you that. I think, <laughs> but I think I, I knew that. I feel like I've seen clips of this, or I have a recollection of it because it's you know it's post high school for me, so I might I might have a memory of ninety seven. Okay, just it's only just. Um, <laughs> not like you. Uh, so yeah, I, I've definitely seen clips, and I, I may have seen it back then to be honest. But I have you know even after watching it, made no recollections of it. But it's yeah. a short movie too, which is right up your alley. Love that. Hour, I think it's First hour thing I look at on Just Watch is uh, <laughs> <The> length. <laughs> length. Has Stephen yeah. thrown me a curveball? Have I allowed enough time in the diary this week <laughs> for my job? Awesome. Well, Jim Carrey agreed to do the movie, read the script. Yep. Now, at this point in Jim Carrey's career, he's, he's, he's on a meteoric rise. So Ace He'd Ventura's made Ace already Ventura. Done. In this order, he did Ace Ventura, mm-hmm. The Mask. Okay. We haven't seen that one, have we? No. That's on our list. Dumb and Dumber. Oh. Batman Forever. Batman Forever? I, yeah. Hang he, on, he, he played the Riddler in Batman oh, Forever. Oh, makes sense because of the faces. The, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, this okay. is in the George Clooney version of Batman. Right. Uh, and he also then made When Nature Calls, Ace Ventura sequel, and The Cable Guy. So if you look oh, back, yeah. you've heard of those movies, and if, you ha- if you've seen them, you'll know that in none of those movies is Jim Carrey looking like Jim Carrey. He's wearing makeup. Right, yes. Wig. And so this is a first film of his that is him being him. He's his own hair, doesn't have to put on a costume. Right. It can he can play himself. And so that that's another attraction to it. He that, didn't have to wear makeup. There's and, a and word he, I don't know what it is, but it's it's a that that doesn't make sense because there is no Jim. What is Jim Carrey? Who is oh yeah, Jim Carrey? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. If well, you, because because look at look at who, his roles before but that, that. But that's we're right. Expecting like, him to be in a costume or wearing makeup or you know, or you know some, even something. in this movie, you look at you go the, the moments <laughs> of clear ad lib and just oh, yeah, you know a few physical comedy, <laughs> just wild. But that's what uh, he decided. That's interesting. That was an attraction to him. He goes, "I'm going to be a normal person." Yeah, and it still has to be funny. Yeah, right. Which was uh, of all those movies, Dumb and Dumber was that the bigger well, Dumb one? Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Batman. No, the big one would have been uh, the Mar- well, Mask. Ace Ventura was massive. The Mask was huge. Dumb and Dumber was his first major, real big hit, sort right. of building on the others. Batman Forever, that franchise in the mid nineties was massive. Right. And then he did the sequel to Ace Ventura, which was good, not great. And the Cable Guy was his first film that earned him, I think, twenty mil, twenty million dollars. Wow. It was his first. I remember reading about him. He had, you know, you know how the a lot of people think. You know, if you if you imagine it, envision envision it, it'll come to you. Sort yes. of like the secret sort of type thing. Yep. He wrote himself a check for twenty million dollars and put it in his wallet to say that one day I'm going to get paid this much for a film. Wow. And he did. Yeah. Man, hang on. I just got to go and write a check. <laughs> you got a pen there? I got to find a checkbook. <laughs> Anyway, this is your last exit before the freeway. We are going to get right into Liar Liar. And if you haven't seen it, of course you can catch it on Fetch. That's right, along with thousands of other movies. And the beautiful thing about Fetch is the variety of sources of content. You've got your – you can rent and buy. Um, So in this case, rent and buy uh, Liar Liar directly off the Fetch movie store. Um, Four ninety nine to rent, ten ninety nine to buy. And if you if you love a Jim, if you're a Jim Carrey fan, you'd buy it. You'd put it in your library, and it's very easy to find your library. It's not quite the same as Stephen's wall of uh, Blu-rays and DVDs, <laughs> but it's a digital version of that where you can just scroll through titles that you own uh, or have watched. Now, that library works across all of your content. So even a great example for me is like Catch Up TV. Now I I don't watch the block when it's live, but if I was to use Nine Now on Fetch and watch 
episode one, episode two, episode three of The Block, when I come back and I have a moment where I want to watch The Block, I don't have to launch the Nine Now app, scroll down, find The Block, and then find the episode I'm up to. I just go into my stuff and go to The Block, and it just simply takes right me to there. where I'm at. Yeah. So it's all about providing content to you that you want in the way you want, on the app you want, and it always gives you the most affordable and high-quality version no matter what subscription you've got. Movies is what Fetch is all about as well as all the entertainment you could want on your big screen TV. You can buy Fetch at major retailers and you can get Fetch from major internet providers including Telstra. Okay, you have now seen Liar Liar officially. Mm Mm-hmm. Just give us your first impressions. This is a fun movie. Like, it's just one of those ones where you go, this is, like, yep. he is hard not to enjoy watching, isn't he? Like, oh, he, yeah. he, he's a genius. Like, and we're, we're both Matthew Seinfeld fans and, you know, I, I think of, you know, my, uh, Michael Richards Kramer as yeah. the brilliant physical, physical comedy, comedian. Yeah, yeah. And I think Jim Carrey is just next level. Yeah. Um, the way he brings his face and his demeanour to a character is awesome. I do, and I do love the premise of this movie. Yeah. I love the concept of looking like a bit of a moral question yes, yeah. on things with a with a but it's not a serious movie in any way shape no. or form except there is this undertone and that fits in beautifully yeah, uh, right. for the for the father son relationship thing so yep. yeah for that reason very enjoyable and yeah. mate runtime let's go yes the tweet is that the tweet short and sharp let's go short and sharp <laughs> i don't lie uh short and sharp watch liar liar the this movie, like all good movies, there is an there's an arc that the character goes through. Right? Yeah. Like we will we'll go through the run through in a minute, but we start off. He's a, he's he's a bit of an asshole. He's, yeah. he's a bit of a, you know tells tells the lies and he's he's not very he's not uh, as attentive as a father as yep. he should be. Yep. And that's the sign of a good movie where whether it's a comedy or a drama or whatever it is, but the character's different at the end of the, the than they are yeah. at the start. The, it's the interesting that that could be yeah. the case in a comedy. I wonder whether there's yeah. been an era in comedy where people or writers or directors or producers went, we don't need to stick to the normal arc of change, but well, it's actually a critical the part structure of has to be the same. connecting it, yeah. with a movie, doesn't that's it? That's right. And the audience has to go along with it too, don't forget, because mm. they're, they're looking through the character's eyes. You're either meant to yeah. laugh, cry, yeah. or be scared throughout, but the this arc right. remain the same. Absolutely. Okay. And you, in this case, and I, we're both fathers, and so this this kind of drew on. You're probably thinking, yeah, would oh, did I spend enough time? It's a, it's it's a cat's in the it cradle a, moment, it isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Whenever was that it, song comes on, you go, yeah. Jesus, what have I done? It's <laughs> yes. too late. And it's then you the watch this, and you go, did did I throw the ball enough? You know, yeah. I don't yeah, know. You know, and and it it asks the question, even though it's a comedy, it asks a serious question, like, do you live to work? Do you work to live? Is it where do we put our time? Where do yeah. we put the the wood behind the arrow? Where do we want to invest our time? And this this uh, is a really good message. Yeah. I saw this at the movie, surprisingly, sure. and I was a massive. I've been a massive Jim Carrey fan since I saw the trailer for Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Wow! And has that me? lasted through? Because like yes. his, that that what was the comedy show um, he did recently? He did in Living Color years before. No, 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 no. Ace the one just recently was a TV show. Like it was a series, episodic thing. Ah, uh, yeah, that was on. That was on. About Stan, him wasn't it? being a, yeah, a, like a, a TV a, a host, clown kind yes. of. Yes. Oh, what was that called? But it was deep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, it was no, dark. He, he's made some serious movies. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. But when I, when I ask you your question, do you, do you last see week, that as your evolution with yeah. him as well as a fan? Well, I think if you're a you if you're a good, it's like Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams, some of his best roles if you can appreciate, were dramatic. Roles. If you can appreciate De- um, Mrs. Doubtfire, you'll appreciate Dead Poets. Yeah, or and, and Good Will Hunting. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's made some really good serious movies. There's one movie, really underrated movie, he made called Doing Time on Maple Drive. And it's a it's a seri- it's a drama where he plays the brother of a of a gay brother, 
and it's sort of this is a, in the nineties and sort yep. of wasn't coming out wasn't as, as easy as it is today yeah, and things yeah. like that. And really good dramatic role he played. Is it on the list? And I think uh, yeah, down the track we'll get. Yeah, to it. so it's but not twenty twenty four. Maybe not. <laughs> but it's it's. I think to be a good comedic actor, you need mm. to have the foundation of being a good actor anyway. Yeah, that's you got to have the timing. You got to have all of that. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the casting call and of Jim Carrey, of course, plays Fletcher Reed. And we know the movies he's been in, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The Mask. Bruce Almighty is a good movie. Have you seen that one? Is that a God one? Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, I know you haven't seen it. No, I feel like I have. Yeah. He made Yes Man as well, where he couldn't say no. for Morgan Freeman's the God, isn't he? Morgan Morgan Freeman plays God. Yes, I definitely have seen that. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, of course. I want to see that. And the the sequel. Yeah, yeah, Dumb and Dumber's good. We'll do it on on the show eventually. Maura Tierney played Audrey, his wife. Did you recognise her? Now, what show was she in? I Massive tell medical you. show. ER. Yes. That's what it is. It was bugging me the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, where do ER. I know this person? She, she's beautiful. I yeah. can, she's, yeah. I, I really I really like her and as an actor. A, and a really good, uh, like not a foil, she's, but a, a, the, a good one to put opposite Jim Carrey. She's sort of the more serious of yes. the two and I grounded. Think, and, I actually think that's really well cast. It is, Because absolutely, she's like yeah. neutral in a sense, yeah. like neutral yep. in every way, but shines when the light comes on. Oh, yeah. Do you no, know what I mean? When, when she's got the ball in her hand, she does that's well. That's it. That's a good point. In uh, she's in a, It was in ER. She was in a great movie with uh, Robin Williams and Al Pacino. It's a movie called Insomnia, right. which will do. It's, a, it's another hidden gem of mine. She's in that, and the movie's set in Alaska – during, you know, when it's summer and it's never dark, mm. Insomnia, right, that's okay. a good movie. Okay. Um, she was also in another film called Beautiful Boy. Uh, Jennifer Tilly plays Samantha Cole, you know, the woman that he defends in court. Yep. She was in a movie called Bound. She was also in, a, she also earned an Oscar nomination for Bullets Over Broadway, Best wow. Supporting Actress nomination. Uh, J- little Justin Cooper. Plays Max Reed, little yeah. Max. What a good little actor. Has he gone he was. on to be anything? Was it like a child actor? He was in Dennis the Menace Strikes Again, My Brother's Keeper, General Hospital, but he was still a kid. And I think he, like this was in 97, by early 2000s, he was done. Wow. So he was just a child actor, but a cute little kid. Yeah. And did a great job. The good mop actor. of hair made it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bowl cut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carl Elwes uh, plays Jerry. He was uh, in Princess Bride. He was also in the original Saw movie, that horror movie. Right. He was also in a really funny comedy, Robin Hood Men in Tights. He I've was heard in of also. that. He's been, in a, he's been in a few movies. Even recently he's been in a few. Uh, he's sort of one of those actors that just, uh, he's just always popping, he's just up. popping up, just, just yeah, right. chipping away, yeah. Before we get to the run-through, let's talk about our other great sponsor, and that's Hisense. We know that Hisense is the company that you look to if you want a big screen experience. But if you want to go beyond 100 inches, if you want to go to 120 inches, how do you do that? Well, I'll tell you right now, you do that with their laser TVs, the Trichroma laser TV, the L9H. This is a short throw projector. Now, to explain that, a short throw, as its name suggests, doesn't need to be far from the wall, can only be a few centimetres from the wall, and yet it can beam up a 120-inch image. So where you would normally put your television, you can sit the Hisense Trichroma Laser TV and achieve a 120-inch 
picture. And it does also come with Hisense's own screen. It's a special screen that's, that is ambient light rejection screen. So it's got this special structure so that even in a bright room, the picture quality, it, it can get rid of about 90% of the ambient lighting. You're still seeing very a very clear image. But it also has all the features you'd expect too, like 4K resolution. It's got 300 lumens brightness as well. And through the Tri-Chroma X-Fusion Pure Color Laser, you're getting amazing colors and picture accuracy, truly, really natural and vibrant colors. You also, of course, have Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision HDR as well. So it looks as good as it does on a regular TV. Uh, and of course, you have the VDAR U6 operating system, just like you would on a normal smart TV. It's got speakers built in. So it's an out of, out of the box. This thing works, gives you great sound, allows you to connect all your sources as well, but enjoy everything on a big, grander scale. The Hisense Laser TV, if you want to check it out, they are in, on display in some stores, but I think if you want to take a closer look, head over to their website, hisense.com.au. All right. Let's go. I'm excited. The movie starts and in that's a not classroom. A lie. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> the <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. That's where the, <laughs> the name comes on, by the way. Uh, we start off in the classroom. And have you ever been to a, like a parent day where you talk about your career no. or careers day? I've, and I'm I've done that. Kind of gutted. I haven't been asked to be honest. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, in this instance, they ask they ask the students what their parents do uh, as a job. My mom's a teacher. And your dad? My dad. He's a liar. A liar? Oh, I, I'm sure you don't mean a liar. Well. He wears a suit and goes to court and talks to the judge. Oh, I see. You mean he's a lawyer. And that memory It's shrugs, a great play on words. Yeah, it is. It's because you, yeah. you're, you're initially thinking, Liar. wow, this is deep. And then you go, hang on a minute. If you put an American accent into this, yeah. it does sound similar. Like lawyer. And so then. Is that on purpose, you reckon? Lawyer sounds like liar. <laughs> 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 it's true, but the but the I, just the fascinating thing about this scene yeah. for me is that you know the teacher has this light bulb moment where she goes, "Oh, you're just saying you're it wrong. Lawyer, it's fine." Yeah, yeah. But the kid doesn't no, agree. He, he, doesn't, he shrugs. He, goes, he doesn't go, "Yeah, that's yeah. what it's meant to be." He, yeah. The kid doesn't act like he's heard the word lawyer before. Yeah, which is fascinating. Yeah, so it's a really really smart start to the and movie. I thought. Cut to uh, Fletcher Reed uh, walking out of court after a victory. Yeah, so he's now, good. Did you know? There's a thing to notice right here when he walks out of the court. And a guy goes, hey, Fletcher, how'd it go? Did you recognize that person? No. Now, you've got to remember, this was in the late 90s, okay? Oh. That was Christopher Darden, who was on the on the defense side of the O.J. Simpson case. Oh, really? Case. So they, he lost the case, right? Yeah. And do, do you remember the line he says? Uh, Fletcher, he says, how'd, how'd it go in there? And his reply was, just another victory for the wrongfully accused. Wow. Right. So, uh, to which uh, his reply, you hear him say, yeah, right. And so, uh, unless you knew, that's a that's funny a, little moment. A solid little. Uh, but with Cri yeah. because it's who it is, you think, ah, yeah. oh, hang on. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Anyway, uh, Audrey is awaiting on the step with Max. Uh, and he, already we've got an impression of what he's like. He's running late for Max to get picked up. We we immediately assume, did you assume that they're divorced and he's pick, picking up the kid, yep. picking up Max to take yeah, him? It's, it's his day. It's pretty clear yeah. at that point that this is not just him coming home from work. But when he turns up, though, you can tell that he's got a really cool relationship with his son. And uh, this is where we first are introduced to the claw. Hey, how you doing, creep? 
Me too. Except my arm has really been bothering me. <laughs> oh no, Dad. Oh yeah. It's becoming a claw! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can stop the claw! <laughs> run, boy, run! Save yourself! Give the claw to mom, Dad! Give the claw to mom! Uh-oh. This is the claw's only weakness. Sub-zero temperatures! <laughs> <laughs> see, see that's your f I think that's the first moment of, like, proper Jim Carrey where you're oh, like, yeah. there's no way that was scripted. Yeah. The, the, there might have been, you know, Jim does an action with his son that becomes a perennial thing in the movie or whatever. Well, but actually, the claw was something his dad, Jim Carrey's dad, used to do to him. Right, perfect. And so that's he brought that into it. He said his, him growing up to him and his siblings, his dad did the claw. Just for the just the record, it's one of those first moments in the movie where you go, "Do I have a thing that my kids will remember being the thing that I did?" No, yeah. I don't think so. No. You know, far out. There's still time, mate. There's still time. <laughs> I'm going to go home and Harry tonight. The claw, and he's going to go, "Dad, Dad. take off." <laughs> uh, we find out that he's uh, going to take Max to the wrestling. Yeah, and uh, Jerry, and Max is pumped. Uh, he's pumped, but then Jerry, the boyfriend, turns up, and we find out he's a real sort of wholesome, nice guy. Uh, there's a bit of a couple of awkward moments uh, between he plays yeah. ball with him right in front yeah. of his dad, and we find out he's moving to Boston, and yes. that comes into play later. Yeah, um, and he goes, "Look, I promised to throw throw a few balls with Max," and uh, and then as he's playing with Max, him and Audrey have this awkward conversation. He goes, "Is this semi serious?" He goes, "Have you guys?" Remember, she says, "Well, we've been so together, we've been together for, for a while, months. mate. Hello. I don't want to break it to you." And he went, "Ooh," <laughs> he said, "A bit awkward." Uh, but then Fletcher takes Max to the office before the wrestling. Yep. Now, as, as he's coming to the office, there's a discussion in Miranda. We find out there's Miranda, the boss of the firm, yeah. talking to another lawyer saying, he's saying, look, I'm not going to lie. Sorry, I'm not going to do it. So he's refusing something. He's that basically we, refusing to do yeah, something, which, which is the, which apparently the boss Turns out to be the coal, the coal case, which, right. which uh, he's given to, um, to Fletcher. So the other lawyer says, look, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, And then she says, we'll have to find someone who will. And then cue Fletcher's arrival in the office. Yep. And this is a, a really funny part where he greets the other staff members, remember? And and this comes into play later. Remember of the course. girl with the yes. hair, the, the big the big guy, yep. the guy with the pimple on his yep. nose? <laughs> the pimple on the nose is the best one because it's like, dude, that is so hard to look at. Uh, but then Max tells the his secretary, he see, Max tells uh, Fletcher's secretary, it's his birthday tomorrow. And then you tell Fletcher's face, oh, geez, I've forgotten. You could tell he's forgotten. Yeah. And uh, But you know what? Greta to the rescue. Mr. McKinley phone to confirm your meeting tomorrow. Strep throat. No, some kind of virus. What's going around? Asian flu. Good one. <laughs> and your mother called. I'm on vacation. It's your fifth week. Snowed in. Phones are down. Break mother's heart. Done. No, well, that's it. Except Miranda's looking for you. Ah, oh, how much ass do I have to kiss to make partner in this damn place? Tell her I broke my leg and I had to be shot. Why don't you tell her yourself? And then send out a notice of judgment on my win today. I'll get right on it. Miranda! Hey, I didn't see you. You look beautiful today. Here, I bought you a gift. Oh, Which he took nice. off the secretary. I heard about your victory. Congratulations. You know, you're making quite an impression on the partnership committee. Oh, that's right. You folks are meeting again soon. I've just been keeping myself so busy, I haven't even thought about it. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, I have a client in my office. Better not keep him waiting. 
Actually, Fletcher, something rather important's just come up. Um, you're not busy tonight, are you? And you can see him kind of initially roll his eyes. Yes. She obviously gives him the coal case and explains how important it is mm. because I initially didn't realise it was coal. I thought it was cold. Yeah, in a cold case. Um, yeah. And, like, I think the scene is he, he walks into his office and throws some papers down and the kid literally looks at him and goes, we're not going to the wrestling, are we? Yeah, you really Man. Is it, would, you have to, would you have said to Miranda, look, I've actually got my son, he's in my office, it's his birthday, I'm taking him to the wrestling. Would you? Would she? Is that? Would that be a deal breaker then for Miranda? To say, well, sorry, mate, this is going to go well, to someone else, and they're going to get. You got to make judgments here. I think you're forced to make judgments about characters here, and, and your judgment yeah. call on Miranda is she's not married, she doesn't have kids, she's yeah. a she, she's well, a career she's, gal. She's a career yeah. gal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so is Fletcher, Fletcher right? Is too, yeah, true. And that's why yeah. Miranda's come to him. She knows yeah. that he's just a career guy, and he does whatever it takes to win, which okay. is critical. Cool. Fair call. And so essentially, it wouldn't even cross his mind, yeah, to say that. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. No, and it's because it's a funny thing, like, yeah. and, and it, it's ridiculous analogy, but like the other morning, I um, we had Harry's school induction at high school, right? Yep. And we've been to, I've been to two of them before. It's not like I need to go, uh, right? Uh, but we your first rodeo. We'd agreed that we're all going to go with Harry, right? I had the Today Show at seven twenty, seven thirty, seven forty. Yep. They ring me the night before and they go, "We're going to move it to eight forty. And I just said, "I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it." I've got to be back here at school at nine o'clock. Yeah. If you want me to do it at eight forty, I'm gonna have to do it from my office because right. then I'm around the corner. Right. And they you know, thought about it and the next day I did it at the normal time of seven thirty because yeah. and so it was weird because you don't often yeah. say no to something. And that's Fletcher here. He would never say no. It never yeah. crossed his mind to simply yeah. say no and therefore please his son. That's uh, that's what you. Yeah. That's the well, arc here. He sacrifices that's the arc of yeah. his he, his he son's puts relationship. Other people ahead of his son. Spot on. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, so the next morning, though. Uh, so what what I've seen here. So so he he's picked up Max. He's taken him to the office. They didn't go to the wrestling. They're back at his for because he's got him for the night. night it's yep. his night with him, uh, and he's uh, he's uh, it's his. It happens to be his birthday as well. Hey, creepy! Happy birthday. How old are you now? 22, 23? I'm five, Dad. <laughs> okay. Return the beer keg. Cancel the dancing girls. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel completely unprepared for this. You see, I bought you a present, but last <gasps> night... I accidentally swallowed it. Dad, it's in your belly! Scalper. I hope it's not partially digested. Oh, look out! Oh. Cool. What is it? It's it's a surprise. All right, it's a pony. Just open it. I'm gonna help because I can't even stand it. Baseball stuff. Baseball stuff. Cool. Can we play? I'll be Nomo. You can be Jose Canseco. Can we play that? Can we play? Absolutely. Yay! <laughs> right after your party tonight, we'll do it. You and me. Do you recognise those names? You were a baseball Dodgers, fan? man. It was the Dodgers. Yeah. So he was a Dodgers cap. Um, yeah. Baseball star. Yeah, he was He was pumped. That's the, the gift his secretary bought because he forgot. Yeah. Remember in the previous scene? That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, so he's a Dodgers. That's an LA Dodgers hat. He yeah, it's wearing. a Dodgers hat, yeah. and I think Canseco at the time was just one of the big stars yeah, right. of the MLB. Because this is set in LA, so he was the opposition. So he wanted him to be the opposition. Okay. Uh, later that day, is it? Is it the? 
the next morning or because when he wishes him a happy birthday, like the timeline confuses me sometimes. Yeah, he I says think happy. Is he up after midnight? Because <laughs> he said it was his birthday tomorrow. No, I think it's in the. It's in the it morning. Must be the morning. Yeah, it's in the, yeah. It's in the morning because he's in his pajamas. The kids. Yeah, in his, okay. So what he's I just took from this up. is he's yeah. worked all through the night. I actually couldn't yeah. work out whether he stayed at the office and that was no. Nah, he was had at a, his house. A bathroom yeah. in his office, but he was his at, apartment. It's it was in his apartment, and the kid had slept there. And he's in pajamas, yeah. but the dad had not been asleep. Fletcher's not been asleep. He's, he's been, been working all night on the case. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyway, it's the next morning, and late. Sorry, later that day, Max gets picked up by Audrey, and Jerry is with her. Happy birthday. Thanks, Mom. Happy birthday, Max. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, and one for good luck. He struck the child. Did you see that? <laughs> Look at Dad got me. Whoa, great. Hey, you know what? I have my glove in the car. Maybe we can stop at the park on the way home and play catch. And then tonight we can rub oil in it and wrap a big rubber band around it. It'll be great. Hey, great gift, Dad. Thanks, son. I'm so glad my gift could bring those two together. My plan to phase myself out is almost complete. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's put across as like the ultimate nice guy. Nice, nice present, yeah, Dad. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, but it's, the other guy. Yeah. But the, see, the thing, the 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 cute thing, or the ter- tragic thing, really, about the the boy here is you realize yeah. the boy adores his dad. Yeah. Like adores. Yes. He's so funny. He can yeah. do no wrong. Even though they didn't go to wrestling, he still thought the whole morning routine was brilliant. Now he's off to spend the day or go to school. Yeah. No, spend the day with his with his mum and old mates. Just got to go to work. He got his love. But, but he's promised to he's promised to come to the birthday party tonight. Yes. They've got a birthday party at yep. the the wife's at the mother's yep. house, and he'll be there after when, that. When when he said earlier, guys, you're going to put rub oil on it and put a rubber band around it. So well, basically, why do they a, do that? a glove a glove should mould to the to the ball. Right. So what they do is they they put a ball in the glove yeah. and then an oil because you want to look after the leather and then you mold it so that the ah. so that the glove is is kind of in a closed position so that you've got control of okay. the glove. I yeah. knew you'd know that. Yeah. Okay, um, so Audrey tells Fletcher what 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 we didn't what what we skipped earlier between the scene of the office and Fletcher going home was the Boston conversation. Audrey as a dinner with Jerry and he asked her to marry him. Pretty wild, and so just just as he picked Max up, she says, um, "Come to the. We need to talk. We're going to, need to talk to you about something at the party, which yeah. is obviously because he's like, I'm going to move to Boston. Um, we got to get married. Come this with it. Yeah, it makes, makes too much sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's that that going on at the same time, and Audrey tells Fletcher, "Look, we need to talk tonight." Uh, then Fletcher is back in the office, and he meets Mrs. Cole to go over her case. Mrs. Cole, the only problem here is that after you've provided years of faithful service and loving support of raising his children, they are his. Oh, yeah, yeah, one for sure. (laughs) After all that, your husband wants to deny you a fair share of the marital assets based on one single act of indiscretion. Seven. Pardon me? Seven single (laughs) acts of indiscretion. Seven acts of indiscretion, only one of which he has any evidence of, and all of which he himself is responsible for. Yes? Mrs. Cole, you're the victim here. The wife of a cold, distant workaholic, starved for affection, driven into the arms of another man. Seven. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) You're not trying to deny him what is rightfully his. All you're insisting on is what is rightfully yours. And maybe a fraction more. I think you're bending over backwards. Yeah. Well, I did offer to give him joint custody of the kids. He is, after all, a wonderful father. And how does he repay you? 
by dragging you through a painful litigation process. No, 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 this can't happen. So Miranda is suitably impressed. So She's she pumped because remember the last chance she had was on a bloke who didn't want to lie. Yeah. Because this is obviously so an open and shut case So this was obviously what he was the working husband. on the whole yes. night. He was working yes. on all this. And, and this um, is where the timeline yeah. goes askew because your point of, you know, yeah. shouldn't he have just said, yeah, fine, I'll do it, but I've got to go to the wrestling tonight with my son and then yeah. I'll get into it. Because he's got all night and all of this day yeah. to prepare. But like, she was coming in the office that, that morning, that day. He could have said, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. He could have said, let's meet her at one o'clock. I'll have it sorted by then. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, Miranda, very impressed. Yep. She says the coal case is worth a lot of money to the firm. Basically, so you lot, do this, lot riding on you're it. moving towards partner. And he says, yep, you uh, see how we go. But then she makes a move on him. Big I'm time. thinking um, this is for my for later on the plot holes and, and little things to talk about. Um, she's a lawyer. Doesn't she know the sexual harassment laws? Like she's uh, the boss, she took She took a punt. She yeah. can do whatever she wants. <laughs> she knows he's, uh, he's divorced. That's okay. okay. Fair enough. Uh, meanwhile, at uh, Max's party, Jerry and Audrey are discussing the move to Boston, mm. and we realise that she says, "Look, Max won't see his father." This is and where she says, "She says, she he says might. he'll fine. miss the claw." He'll miss the claw, <laughs> and it's like she tries to explain yeah. what the claw is, but he yeah. just doesn't understand. Doesn't get through, right. and that that comes up again later in a big way. Yeah, uh, I do. I do love this call when he rings. Like Fletcher's still in the office and getting in, getting doing the business with the with uh, the boss, and he calls Audrey. Listen, I'm really sorry, but I just, I just can't make it. The boss is, uh, really, really riding, riding me. Fletcher, <laughs> it's his birthday. I know, I know. I, I, I'll make it up to him, I promise. I'll pick him up from school tomorrow, okay? You're going to pick him up? Yes, yes. Do you think, right, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. He's, he's thinking, well, this is definitely going to get me partnership if I sleep with the boss. Yeah. But it's his son's birthday. Mate, I think we've established he's, he's a, this he's, bloke's yeah. dedication to his star, son yeah, he's, is he's, far worse than it's on his cats terms. in a cradle it's style. Okay, terms. this is yeah. <laughs> like every time I watch this, it's funny and everything, but I'm thinking. I think, man, come but on. really, are you meant to read that much into this kind of movie? I don't know. I don't think so. You, you. I th- I think the bigger the fall, the bigger the the heroic the, rise. You I, know? I'd I'd be delving deep into that moral yeah, quandary maybe, maybe. if there wasn't if it's uh, more serious a seven four seven issue at the end of the movie. Okay, so <laughs> okay. you know what I'm saying. I knew you'd pick up on that <laughs> too. Just, yeah. yeah, I knew you would. Uh, anyway, back at Max's party, he blows out the candle, and he makes a little wish. Your father is sorry. He had to work. He said he was going to be here, he promised. I know, I know, but he, he promises that he's going to see you tomorrow, okay? He's going to pick you up from school, all right? So come on, make a wish. I wish that for only one day, Dad couldn't tell a lie. Now, something happens here, right? Mm. So you see the smoke of the candles, and then you see the clock. Clock says 8.15, then immediately flashes to another clock, which is in Fletcher's office. office. And then you see the camera pan down. And they've uh, they've just done the business, so something's yes. happened, and uh, they've obviously just had sex. And uh, thanks, Your Honour. They think, <laughs> but there's something doing. Mm, that's incredible. 
Is it good for you? <laughs> I've had better. And then for the next couple of minutes, he just keeps saying every that. time he's doing everything, he says, I've had better. <laughs> he can't believe, he just can't believe that, that came, came out, out of his mouth. mouth. So there you have it. Um, uh, here's another great bit too. When he's on the Where way to court, the, beggar, the, the beggar's asking for change. And he can he, he, at this point, right, so Fletcher can't lie. And he goes, you got any change? He goes, absolutely. And he goes, can you, can you spare something? He goes, yep. <laughs> yes, will you? He goes, no. And he says, I'd love to see you for the car to the court. Because I, I know you're going <laughs> to buy alcohol with it or something. Yeah, 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 that's it. So it was quite funny. That's so funny. Um, now, the they he arrives in court. Uh, the husband comes in. So Fletcher's there with Mrs. Cole, Samantha Cole. The husband arrives with the other lawyer. And they says he says, look, what 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 would it take? What would it take to uh, to settle this? And, and he, he just said, he just can't speak. He he knows he's no, worked no, out at this that, point. That, like the husband says fifty percent of your estate. Yeah, and then he goes, "What? What's your case?" And then yeah, this is funny where he just actually can't put it in. He's words just like oh, because he can't lie. Ha, 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 yeah, <laughs> uh, which is interesting because yeah. it it also shows that in this you know fictional scenario of not being able to lie, that he has control over what he says. Like yeah. he doesn't just spit out truths. Yeah. So his his instant reaction well, is not sometimes truth. Sometimes he can't say anything because it's it, a lie. But that's yeah, right. Yeah. But it's he stops himself because he literally physically can't say anything. It's a yeah. kind of really weird uh, quandary that his his mind is in because of the way he speaks. The judge comes in too, and uh, he asks how everyone's doing. Good morning. Call case number BD zero nine three nine five. Samantha Cole versus Richard Cole. How are we doing this morning, Counsel? Fine, thank you. And you, Mr. Reed? I'm a little upset about a bad sexual episode I had last week. <laughs> well, you're still young. It'll happen more and more. In the meantime, <laughs> what do you say we get down to business? It's a great now, uh, this is the bit mess. So Fletcher realizes, right, I can't tell a lie. And he's asked for a continuance. Her, if there's a continuance, he says no. no. And, then, and then he says, what about a settle? He goes, yeah, settle, settle. And he says, scream out, settle. Um, but uh, then Mrs. Cole pipes up. With the story you came up with, I don't think we can lose. I want to proceed. Mrs. Cole, don't understand. Mr. Reed, do we have a settlement? No! <laughs> <laughs> so uh. this this was interesting too. Like I'm assuming court starts at like 9 or 10 a.m. In, yeah. in the U.S. He didn't get a continuance, but he got, he got a... a uh... He said, are we going to start at 1.30? Yes, what about starting right now? Yeah. So obviously, for the story's purposes, we need to have some time. Exactly. Um, so Fletcher goes back to his office and can't help but tell the truth to everyone that he sees. It was me! To him getting out of the lift? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Reed. Like the new dress? Whatever it takes to focus off your head. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Fletcher? Your cholesterol! Daddy! Dead man, Logan! <laughs> Hey, Fletcher. Hey, you're not important enough to remember. What's it going to be, Mr. Reed? A pockmark, eventually. <laughs> don't ask. For God's sakes, don't ask. Uh, <laughs> he goes, what's up? Your cholesterol, fatty. so good. Dead man walking. Because earlier on, remember, he goes, he goes, have you lost a little bit of weight? Because maybe. everyone <laughs> has this inner voice. Yeah, like you, you yeah. have that not not as yeah. instantly, but yeah. you certainly have those moments where you go, "Well, I'm not going to say what I should say." Yeah, here it's or, like, and you know. you've mentioned Seinfeld before and Kramer with the physical comedy, but also Kramer comes out with the truth. 
Yes. Remember, remember when the episode where George is dating that girl? Nose he, goes, job. he goes, you're beautiful. All you need is a nose job. And he goes, what? I can't do that. <laughs> he, just, he just comes out with it. That's that's him now. What? So, he's like, what? <laughs> um, so he's the trials reconvene. He says, look, if I can't say a lie, how about if I could write a yeah. lie? So he goes he's in and everything. struggles yeah. with the pen. He ends up writing all over his face. He goes, this pen is real blue. He can't say red or would not can't say the lie. Yeah. Um, and then he gets a call from Audrey. Remember, he said he was going to pick up Max. Yep. So he he gets a call from her, uh, wondering what what's going on with Max. Hello, Audrey. Fletcher. Hi. Are you still picking Max up from school today? Here's the thing. I really can't. I had a case I was certain would settle, and it didn't. And I have to go to court this afternoon. Right. It's true. I really want to see Max today. Uh-huh, but things just keep coming up at the last minute, right? Yes, but this time it's different. I see. And how is that? Now I'm telling the truth. And last night you weren't. No. Well, what were you doing? Having sex. <laughs> well, I hope that it was with someone very special. No, see, that's a thing. I don't even like her, but she's a partner, and I thought I could help my career by making her squeal. <laughs> so good. So good. You know... But you know what? His delivery is slightly different when he's in this truth mode as well. Oh, there's, yeah. there's this kind of cadence or tone to it. But testament to Audrey here, right? He's, yeah. And she says, well, what were you doing? He says, I was having sex. And she goes, well, I hope it's with someone really special. She didn't say, you bastard. Like, no, no, that's, no. That was her reaction. That, yeah. that to, that's another little factor for her that says she's a really true, really good-hearted person. Yeah. And that was her reaction, which I oh, thought mate, was admirable. She'll remember it and she'll tell Max when he's oh, 16. for sure. <laughs> Uh, he's, uh, Audrey tells his, uh, Max is told his dad isn't picking him, him up. And then Max tells his mum about the wish he made. Remember he said, I, I yep. wished he couldn't tell a lie. Fletcher calls her back and that's when she tells him she's moving to Boston, uh, and that he won't be able to see Max. Yeah. So he realises, oh my God. That's, and this is the first time he's yeah. heard that news, by the yes. way. This is he's huge. Because he was supposed to hear it at the party that's the, right. the night before. Which he um, failed to attend. Fletcher bumps into Miranda and panics and runs out of the building. Uh, and this is when Fletcher, I think she he says to Audrey, don't move, I'm coming to see I'm you coming, right yeah. now. So he jumps in his Mercedes Benz and uh, tears across town, but he also gets pulled over. You know why I pulled you over? Depends on how long you were following me. Why don't we just take it from the top? Here goes. I sped. I followed too closely. I ran a stop sign. I almost hit a Chevy. I sped some more. I failed to yield at a crosswalk. I changed lanes in the intersection. I changed lanes without He's signaling while running a red light and speeding. <laughs> Is that all? No. <laughs> I have unpaid parking tickets. I was <laughs> <laughs> the glove box and they all fall out. Uh. Be gentle. So Fletcher gets to Audrey's in a cab. She notices his car's been. He gets in the cab and his car's been impounded. Uh, they go to the impound, get his car, and then this is the first real chance they get to discuss. To actually the talk move. about it because yeah. you mentioned on the phone. This yeah. is face to face now. And Fletcher, I think here is his first realization. Everything you do matters to Max, and everything you don't. All right, now let me tell you something. I'm a bad father. I mean, I'm a bad father. You're not a bad father. When you show up, 
What if I come over right after court lets out and play ball with Max? Then you and I can sit down and no. talk before you make no, any no, rash no. decisions. No, we are leaving tonight. Please, Audrey, give me one more chance. I'm throwing myself on the mercy of the court. I lost you, but please, don't make me lose Max, too. See, that's the realisation. The tide's turning, yeah. yeah he's, he's realised yeah. he's not yeah. trying to fight for Audrey. No, he knows that yeah. she's gone. That's yeah. that's over. Yeah. But he's now realised that he could lose Max. And that's that would that's the heartbreaker, right? Absolutely. That's the moment where you realise. Because remember earlier you said, he goes, I really want to see him. He goes, yeah. what the hell? I yeah. really do. Yeah. So it's interesting because this is the moment where we've, Audrey tells Fletcher about Max's witch, which, wish, which yes. is interesting because she hasn't noticed in him this weird no. truth-telling. Well, she's hearing lies on the phone. She heard it. Remember? No, no yeah, yeah. But, the, but the point is, she's she's still hearing his normal rubbish, yeah, his, his normal BS excuses yeah. mixed with truth. She doesn't like she. She the, can't the sex, tell the Having sex could have been a, a stupid thing to say, yeah. but she doesn't really know whether it was true because he's always a storyteller. He's making it, which up. is why her knowing yeah, yeah. about the witch wish is fascinating. Okay. Uh, but then I love, do love the fact that when he decide when he finds out about the the wish, he then try goes over to see his to see Max yeah. to see if he can reverse it. Your mommy told me about that wish you made last night. It came true, Max. Really? You mean you have to tell the truth? Yes. No matter what. No matter what. Is wrestling real? In the Olympics, yes. On Channel 23, no. <laughs> Will sitting too close to the TV set make me go blind? Not in a million years. If I keep making this face. We'll get stuck that way? Uh-uh. In fact, some people make a good living that way. <laughs> That's a good line. Talking about That's himself. That's a great line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Talking about himself there. Um, and so he yeah. gets out a birthday cake and he blows out the candles and they realise, he goes, look, I can't reverse it because I don't mean it. Yeah. When I did it, made the wish yesterday, I meant it, and which is why it's stuck. Mm. And so that that's that, and and the filmmakers, there's no explanation why there were this mystical wish came true. By the way, so no, it's it's. I don't think it's meant to be that deep well, a discussion. Well, no, I, th I think that yeah. that moment there is meant to be the reasoning. It's it's yeah. because of a truth, a, a real passion for yeah. the wish. It's not, yep. you know, I hope I win the lotto. It's not, you know. Yeah. I hope my wife, you know, says something or does something. It's it's this it's this deep, yeah, passionate. This kid really wants this thing. Yeah, I think that's what you're meant to believe. And he goes, he leaves the school, uh, back at the office. He's down. He goes, oh, my son hates me. He tells uh, Greta about the wish his son made, and this is when she says, so you're incapable of lying. Yeah. And this is and where she says, he goes, why didn't I get that pay rise last year? And he went, oh, I, just, I don't want to have this discussion anymore. She ends up quitting, yes. thinking, okay, you, you promised me this. pretty stark reaction, I'll So what, what she said. <laughs> so uh, Fletcher also calls the judge, but he can't come up with the excuse. Remember, remember earlier in the movie when she, he said, uh, uh, when she was like, he goes, what about this guy? Yeah. He goes, tell he him about the flu. He has excuses every time. And then he goes, oh, phones are down, snowed in. And so he goes, so he didn't have that club in his bag anymore. Yes. So he couldn't tell the judge what was wrong, why he he he, he couldn't make it. So he's he's stuck. Um, but then they get cut off and they're thinking, oh, my God, he couldn't come up with an excuse. He sees Miranda, who overheard through the door that he can't tell a lie. Yeah. And then she asks him to follow her into a staff meeting to see the boss. Yeah, this is the this partnership is committee meeting. Well, now, she's I think it's filthy. the board. Is it the partnership committee? Or I think is it's the, the board? partnership it's committee. The board. No, anyway, because she says they're but, meeting now. But the but the boss of the firm is at the head of yes. the table. And, and remember, uh, she's <laughs> filthy because of what he said to her after they had oh, sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's trying to pay him back by destroying his career in front of them. Pardon me for interrupting your meeting, uh, Mr. Allen. You remember Fletcher Reeve? 
Oh, yes, yes. Nice to see you again, Fletcher. And by the way, I'll be observing you in court this afternoon. I've been hearing some good things about you. <laughs> well, Fletcher has just been telling me how much he thinks of you. Well, why don't you tell Mr. Allen? Well, what do you think of him? He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless, steaming pile of cow dung. <sighs> Figuratively speaking. <laughs> That's the funniest damn thing I've ever heard! And they cut to her face. She She's in disbelief. It's completely backfired, but I do love it when he's going along the line of them at the table, pick, picking them all out. Loser! <laughs> Idiot! Wimp! Degenerate! <laughs> but said Miranda, he says that. Here's the thing, walking yeah. into that as yeah. a first time viewer, you yeah. have no idea that's about to happen. Yeah, you're like, thinking, none. oh, he's gone here. You're yeah. thinking, how's he going to get out of this? <laughs> like, this will be fascinating. And it's actually, as you have clearly pointed out, it turns out to be one of the great scenes. It's funny. Yeah. Back in court, though, Fletcher's still out of sorts. Uh, Mrs. Cole, she, he's thinking, oh, she's not, my client's not here. I can get a continuance. But then she pops in and with the kids this time, remember? Yep. She's brought the kids in. Um, the the guy in the witness box then starts talking about Mrs. Cole receiving a male visitor. Yeah. And then they listen to the tape, which this sounds a like a couple bit. of baboons going Because he it. objects and he's going, what he goes, grounds? He goes, it's destroying my he goes, case. Yeah, he goes, how do you know that this isn't, the, he's making love to her husband. Then you hear her voice pipe up saying, he goes, oh, you're such a better lover than my husband <laughs> <laughs> on the tape. So he decides, look, he, I think this he, asks, is a strange he, he requests a bathroom He requests break. a bathroom break, goes to the bathroom and just beats himself oh, up. Mate, you know what? This is one of my favourite scenes, and this line is one of my favourite lines in the whole movie. What the hell are you doing? I'm kicking my ass, do you mind? <laughs> I'm kicking my ass, do you mind? <laughs> I love that line. That's so, and you know what? Only Jim Carrey could deliver it that way. But, it's but, very uh, funny. Uh, so I really don't fully understand why he beats himself up. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But then he gets dragged so he can back get, in. So he can looking for a continuous. Yeah, I get yeah. that. But then he gets dragged back in. He's disheveled. <laughs> he gets dragged back in and the judge kind of says, oh, look, okay, you don't look great. We'll, 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 uh, we'll pause for the day. We'll get you, get you better. And, and he goes, of course. Unless you can go on. Unless you can go on. And, of course, he can't lie. He goes, so he says, yes. well, I mean, yeah, I can. <laughs> Funny. So off they go. Um, so he... he <laughs> He's in the court. So this is when he puts uh, the boyfriend into the witness box yep. and he keeps uh, objecting against himself. He goes, he asks a question. He goes, I object. He goes, it's your witness. It's your own yeah. thing. 
And don't forget, meanwhile, Miranda and the boss that he roasted before is are, in, in the court. are in the courtroom yeah. now. Um, and Fletcher, he sort of bat- he said he goes, he's battering the witness. He says it's his own witness. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the judge is about to rule in favour of Mr. Cole, but he decides though to call uh, Mrs. Cole as a witness. Uh huh. And it says here you were born in 1964, but that's not true either, is it? Is it? No. Can you tell me what it says here on your birth certificate under date of birth? Your Honor, I object. What does this have to do with anything? Overruled. Mrs. Cole, answer the question. 1965. Now, let me get this straight. That would mean that you lied about your age to make yourself older. But why would any woman want to do that? I changed it so I could get married. And the truth <laughs> shall set you free. My client lied about her age. She was only 17 when she got married, which makes her a minor. And in the great state of California, no minor can enter into any legal contract without parental consent, including prenuptial agreements. Prenuptial agreements! This contract is void. The fact that my client has been ridden more than Seattle slew is irrelevant. <laughs> Standard community property applies and she is entitled to half of the marital assets or $11.395 million. Jordan back. swoosh, and that's the game! <laughs> Nothing further, Your, Your Honor. Honor. <laughs> now, you know that line, ridden more than Seattle slew? Yeah. That's uh, an American thoroughbred racehorse. Uh-huh. He was uh, he, the like 10th horse lap. of a to- – there was 13 horses have won the Triple Crown. He was the 10th horse to do it as of uh, 2021. Okay. Seattle Slough achieved that Triple Crown in 1977. At the time of the release, the, he was, the horse was still alive, but he died in 2002. Oh, well, yeah. that's sad. But here's the twist here. Here's the kicker. Yep. Mrs. Cole decides she wants to go for full custody. I'm contesting custody. What? If I get sole custody of the kids, that's another 10 grand in child support payments. You just won $11 million. Hey, I'm the victim here. You said it yourself. Now I'm going to hit them where it hurts. But you, you said he was a good father. So? Hmm. So this rings true. That's, that's, that's what hit him. This is literally yeah. the tipping point. Yeah. Everything that's happened with his son, he's realized he needs to do better and stuff, but this is a tipping point. Yeah. Where, yeah. where he, he needs he to does, prove himself. He does. Uh, he approaches the bench and says, look, I've, I've made a mistake. And he goes, look, if you, if you, I'm going to hold you in contempt. He goes, I hold myself in contempt. And he gets dragged off. I love it when he gets dragged off. He goes, I can't. I've got to play ball with my son. I'm Jose yeah. Canseco. Remember yeah. they drag yeah. him out? Yeah. Um, but then we see um, he makes his call to Audrey and she says, I'm sorry, I'm leaving for Boston with Max. Uh, he's in prison now, and then we see that, uh, remember his ex-secretary, Greta? Mm-hmm. She turns up. How did you know I was here? One of the other secretaries called me at home, said you went all noble in front of Mr. Allen. Yeah, I think I'm fired. Isn't that great? Maybe I'll start my own firm. You need a job? I don't think you can afford me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, i got to get my car. Audrey's on her way to the airport. I'm going to lose Max forever. I can't let that happen. I love him. You know, this truth stuff is pretty cool. I love my son. That's <laughs> good. But this uh, is where the claw thing comes back. Because yes, old Jerry, mate Jerry tries to, <laughs> tries to do He uses a one-finger claw and no one's taking it. I have something for you, young man. 
Ooh, watch yourself, it's the claw. <laughs> Ooh, the claw's coming at you. Ooh, you're scared of the claw. <laughs> you're scared of the claw. Ooh. Jerry. Jerry. Huh? It's okay. Drop no, off. <laughs> she's like, Max is just looking at him with no reaction at all. She's like, listen, mate, <laughs> yeah, drop stop it. it. Yeah, you, you, you're losing it. Which is also a moment for her. That's a moment for yeah. her to realise, oh, Fletch, he's, it's uh, have a different he's not replaceable different in that sense. Different male role model yeah. now. Um, Fletch is racing to the airport. I love how he smuggled himself on the luggage belt. Now, how many luggage... There's, you know how they do the curbside uh, yeah. luggage? He says, he goes, what gate is this thing? He goes, oh, gate 125. He says, how would he know that? <laughs> the guy at the counter. The guy, the, the, guy, the baggage guy. Yeah, he would know that. Would he know the gate? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Anyway, he I'm chases okay after that. the plane. This is pre-9-11, by the way. Very much pre so. Pre-9-11. I yeah. don't know how this script would change after 9-11, but pre-9-11, he actually gets out on the tarmac and yep. hijacks a set of stairs. Yes. Now, I know you've got some things to say about the 747 that's on a domestic flight, basically. Um, not, not an unusual thing. Really? That was a real airline. Tower. Tower yeah. Air yeah. was a real airline back okay. in the day. They operated a bunch of 747s. They didn't do that leg, which was, I think, uh, LA, LA to Boston, to Boston but yeah. they did do uh, LA to New York. Right. I think maybe Chicago to New York. Okay. Um, and maybe they, they're going they to Boston some, via New York. May have been, yeah. yeah. Um, so okay. wildly, while I, I originally thought this was like a made-up movie airline, then I went, hang on a minute. No, it's not. Yeah. It's a real thing. But I mean, this is just where the, where the movie kind of tips to that point of, okay, right. <laughs> it would have – I mean, I get it for the, for the physicality of it. It was a bit yeah. of fun. It was quite funny when but, he was on the stairs and he was sort of up at eye level and he's looking looking at the passengers. Lucky they had a window seat. Yeah. He eventually finds – It and could have been a little bit more Audrey's traditional on the drink, just by the way, in, in the gate. Maybe. You know. That wouldn't have been funny though. Yeah. But uh, Audrey's on the drink. Remember, she's remember massive, she's, yeah. she says, oh, I just want alcohol and she's trying to open a peanuts and – I think, I think which Jerry, her, Jerry which, even says to her, I love you. And she goes, oh, that's nice. So which goes, is a yeah. sign of her discomfort with the whole decision. Yeah. That's what's fascinating about yeah. this. This is the moment she realises, yeah. not because of Fletch, but like being there, but because she's in an awkward situation that she's actually not comfortable with what yeah. they've decided. Absolutely right. Uh, but we see she starts drinking. I do love the scene where she's talking to Jerry and then Jerry goes, oh, he goes, oh, Fletcher. And she goes, yeah. And then he goes, no, he's right out the window. Yeah, out the window. <laughs> and, then, and then Max says, Dad, you made it. <laughs> oh, look. You know? <laughs> he thinks it's the best day of his life. And then he, he crashes into the luggage and uh, he's in, in bad shape. Audrey and Max uh, see him uh, moments later on an ambulance gurney. But uh, he's saying to him, you know what? You did, why, why'd you do this? Are you all right? Yeah. I'm hurting here, though. I'm a dope, Max. All this time you've been here, and I could see you any time I felt like it, but I didn't. Then your mom told me you were moving to Boston, and I started thinking. I could be sitting around sometime and want to look at you and hold you and play with you. And I won't be able to. I don't think I'm going to do too well with that. I love you more than anything else in the world, Max. And you know it's true. I couldn't say it if it wasn't true. Not today. I love you. And I'll never hurt you again. He's telling the truth, Mom. He's not allowed to lie. I made a wish and anything Dad says today has to be the truth. Max! 
It's 8.45. We made the wish at 8.15. I've been able to lie for the last half hour. So you heard? No, it was the truth. I just wanted to be honest with you. I always want to be honest with you. I like how they know the rules around the wish now, 8.15. Yeah, it's he knows it's 24 hours. It's like, okay, wow. It's one of those 24-hour wishes. Also, yeah. um, he was in the throes of it with his boss uh, and then made that claim, went screaming off. How did he even know what time that happened? Mm. Anyway. Yeah, tripping that aside. Well, I think when you say you tell your boss you've had better, you probably would make note of the time. I don't know that you would. <laughs> anyway, mm. um, then Max asks really innocently, do we still do have, we to, still go to, have to go to Boston? And Jerry's Jerry, a good man. He knows He's a good man. He, he knows knows, he he knows it's not happening. She can't go. He could tell from the peanuts on the plane. <laughs> and the alcohol. Yeah. Uh, a year later, it's Max's party again. Hasn't aged a bit, Bob. Quiet one, Looks no. the same, mate. Yeah. Looks the same. Yeah. They normally grow pretty fast at that age. Yeah, they do. But uh, it's Max's party. Uh, lights have come back on and uh, he's made a wish and what the lights are back on and Fletcher and Audrey are a little K-I-S-S-I-N-G they're kissing Mommy and he and asks Max he goes Max did you make did you make another wish did you wish for your mom and I to get back together again no I was for rollerblades <laughs> <laughs> do you want to cut the cake dad I'd love to, but I have this horrible pain in my arm. Oh, no, it's the claw! No one can stop the claw! No one can stop it! Very cute. Yeah. I like the last shot of them. You can just see the front of the house and them running around with the light inside. You can just make them out. Um... Nice ending. It's sort of yeah. you can tell it's a bit it's of a, a it's a one eighty closure. A you know, it's, yeah. it's rounding out yeah. pretty much all the arcs. We've yeah. got rid of Jerry. Jerry's realised uh, that he can't. Fletcher's Fletcher. got a conscience. Yeah. Max is happy. Audrey is considering her uh, situation. Absolutely. Well, this is a movie I could have chosen fifty eight different good lines. Okay. I, I got You've already did one of them earlier. It was one of your favourites. Yeah, well, yeah. I had to include that in the show. But this is uh, one of them uh, when he was in the office with Mrs. Cole. And, and asking about, what would Tina Turner do here? Where would Tina Turner be right now if she'd rolled over and said, hit me again, Ike, and put some stank on it? <laughs> Rolling on the river, that's where she'd be. But she's beyond Thunderdome because she decided to send a message. <laughs> that is very good. She's got a, she's yeah. a song and a movie in yeah. it too. Yeah. This is a very funny scene where we hear, uh, where he gets in the lift. This is the morning after he has to tell the truth. Yes. And there's this really attractive woman in the elevator. Very good. You in the building? Yeah, I just moved in Monday. Oh, you like it so far? Mm-hmm. Everybody's been real nice. Well, that's because you have big jugs. I mean, your boobs are huge. I mean, <sighs> I want to squeeze them. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the blooper reel too. Yeah, he, has a, he says other he things. He improvises yeah, yeah, yeah. some other things. Yeah, she's a good cool. sport about it. Yeah, he tells the truth though. Let's be real. Yeah, this is another really funny scene when he picks up his car from the impound. Impound. You scratched my car. What are you Where? gonna do about it? Right there. Oh, there. That's already there. You. You. Liar! You know what I'm gonna do about this? What? Nothing! 
because if I take in a small claims court, it'll just drain eight hours out of my life, and you probably won't show up. And if I finally got the judgment, you'd just stiff me anyway. So what I'm gonna do is piss and moan like an impotent jerk, and then bend over and take it up the tailpipe. <laughs> You've been here before, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> that last time, you've been here before. It's just, no, the take it up the tailpipe. Take it up the tailpipe. Yeah. yeah, but he goes, you've been here before. Um, and this is this is funny too, where he's talking. Remember, Max is uh, telling him. Remember, he's trying to get him to reverse the wish. Um, talking about ugly people. My teacher tells me real beauty's on the inside. That's just something ugly people say. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Jim Carrey line, isn't it? it is. All right, here we go. I'll get a few. How did that happen? Okay. okay. Well, I mean, let's just remember. A few this plot is a holes. Comedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where well, you should I, I suspend know, but I just can't. I can't turn the brain off. Mate. Right. Yeah. Um, Fletcher would not be because he had won a criminal case and then was in a divorce case so if he's a lawyer he wouldn't be trying both defendants he'd they'd have other no, people I to specialize i disagree you reckon it's she a small went enough specifically firm? to him right because he's able to lie because of his personality you reckon yeah okay um when samantha's husband presents a tape recording um, tape recordings are apparently not admissible as evidence i was going to ask that yeah, yeah not admissible that's just not yeah. on and one of the writers is a lawyer Oh, okay. yeah, well, that yeah. makes so sense, yeah. He let, let that one go through. Um, if Fletcher is an associate, if he's not a partner of the firm, he, why has he got a really big and fancy office with his own secretary? True, that, true. That's just one thing, yep. too. Um, when he wins the case because Mrs. Cole was too young, um, so if, if the, she was too young to sign a prenuptial agreement, but the contract would mean she's too young to be married as well. So the marriage would de have facto, been annulled. Mate, de facto. Yeah, which she still got the ruling. Yeah, they stayed together long okay. enough. Yeah, I'm, uh, you're, I'm, I'm adjudicating. They, uh, remember when Fletcher couldn't tell a lie? Yeah. He actually did tell a oh, lie. Oh, which one? When he rang Audrey and said, um, I was certain the case would settle. And he wasn't oh, certain the okay. case would settle because she wanted to go for the big bucks. Yep, true. Yeah, yeah. And so he... he he panicked and, th and wanted to settle. That was, so that was a lie. He didn't think it was going to happen. Okay. Um, when he's going, pursuing the plane. Yeah. Um, a lot of plot holes here. When, yeah, well, we, we, we know that. But my plot hole is that Audrey is drinking alcohol before takeoff. That's the only plot hole for me. In economy? Is that your only issue? No, she, I wish they were in business, guys. Right? Don't they was that you, economy? Don't they give you a wine before takeoff in business? I don't know. Well, we Maybe don't drink, in, so I've never noticed. Would would an airline think they give do. a passenger any drink until? Yeah, I suppose they do. Yeah, I think yeah, they, they do. Offer you champagne. Yeah, yeah. Okay, scrub that one. What what was your other plot hole around the plane? No, I just made the whole thing. Yeah, the whole fanciful. whole sequence. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mate, now here's the, another the one. The set of stairs drives yeah. as fast as a plane at taxi. Come on, <laughs> that's a that's a hotted up set of stairs. Um, now Miranda, her move on Fletcher. I mentioned yeah. this earlier. She's a lawyer. She does not doesn't she know the risk of a sexual harassment that's a fair claim? Call, yeah. So you know what. Mar Fletcher could have turned around and goes, okay, you're sexually harassing me. Unless you make me partner, I'm reporting you. He yeah, could have said that at the get-go and not had to do the case, and he would have been a good dad. <laughs> the world's a better place because yeah. of those things, right? But also, too, um, she said at the start, this case is, means a lot of money yeah, for the firm. Yeah. So why does she ask Fletcher to – why does she try to set him up against the boss? What, is this just to get back at him? Yeah, for no, no, 100%. Yeah. That's, she's now but, angry. But, but, her, she's, she, but her, her, her mind is off the case now. You reckon? And she is ab – mate, is there anything worse you could say to a woman than <laughs> I've had better? Uh, I'm no. pretty sure there yeah. isn't. She, but, yeah. Yeah, like, but she said there was a lot riding on the case. So is, is her personal feelings more important yes. than the money they're going to make? 100%. You reckon? Yeah, okay. that's for sure. 
Things you might not know. Yeah. You know, Carl Elwes, who plays Jerry, right. he says to this day, people still come up to you and go, it's the claw coming at oh, you. Oh, no. It's the claw. Oh, that would be horrible. So bad. <laughs> the, do you remember when Greta um, quits? Yes. And she says, you know what? My friend, she had a burglar on her roof, fell through the roof. The burglar cut himself on the chopping board and sued the owner yeah. and he, the, she got, he got $6,000. He and says, he goes, I would have got, got more. Ten. That was actually a real case where it was based on a case where uh, in 1982, a former student trespassed into, the, into school grounds to steal lights off a roof. Yeah. And after he removed the first one, he fell through the roof and received his injuries. He was uh, causing brain damage. Oh. So from the fall... He was left mute and quadriplegic. The Jesus. state declined to prosecute him and said the injuries were more than sufficient punishment, but this guy's attorney sued the school and won oh, the case. What? Won 260000 up front and 1500 per month for the rest of his life. Jesus. So that's actually happened. A similar thing happened. Yeah. Would you did you know Robin Williams was first choice to play Fletcher Reed? Interesting. But what he said, sorry, I'm doing another movie. Downfire? Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. 1997. Good choice, Good choice yeah. Rob. Uh, where in the scene where he beats himself up, I love that scene. And he's throwing himself against the wall. Did you notice that the walls shook a little bit? Oh, a Did lot. You notice that? Yeah, yeah, no, it it's was, one uh, of my key observations yeah, in movies is sets. The frames uh, yeah. couldn't take it. The um, They were not concrete yeah. as, uh, as purported. <laughs> But even in that scene, right, when he beats himself up in the restroom, no sound effects were used. They were act the sounds that were wow. recorded were him, his body hitting the walls That's and all cool. that. That's all him. Um, Jim Carrey is a divorced father himself, and he he says that at that time Fletcher, yeah, his wow. his calmness at the end of the at the airport and joking that if he was in that situation, he would have done a lot worse to prevent his ex wife taking his daughter away from him. Okay, did you notice uh, yeah. that the I said this before, the filmmakers chose not to explain why the wish came true? That yeah, was, so they again, left that up I, to I think it's implied yeah. that, that it was yeah. because of the passion of the wish. Here's a good one. Yeah. Did you notice that when he's pulled up in his car, which is an SLR129 series, so it's an SL class R129 series, mm. um, he... He reached in to get uh, parking tickets out of the glove box. Yeah. That car doesn't have a glove box. Oh. Yeah. It's actually uh, the SL500 was uh, was never fitted with the glove boxes due to the interior space limits. Jesus. Did you also notice when – remember when he sees Miranda and runs out the door and he hits the wall? Yes. And you see the wall shake? It's, yeah. You can tell it's like a set. Yeah. Three questions for Trev. Hit me. Do Fletcher and Audrey get back together? 100%. Does Fletcher start his own firm uh, after this? I like think? that idea. Yeah, that's yeah, good. I reckon too. And he gets Greta. He yep. becomes an honest. She lawyer. gets paid well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, could there have been a sequel? Would you? Have, is there room no, for I a sequel? No, I think this here? is one of those yeah. pretexts that you just go. Well yeah. done. How many wishes? I had a laugh. Have, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Good. Good answer. All right. That is liar, liar. Give us your wrap up and rating. I mean, I need to put it in the category of suspend disbelief because of the. <laughs> plane and stuff, and it's one of those movies. But it's just super enjoyable, yeah. fun movie. Um, I really love the the concept of it. Yeah. You know, and I, I can see how, as you said, it, it was a different script 
uh, over yeah. time and it didn't need to have the original information, whatever it, it that was. It hit all the marks. It just yeah. needed to, the, the basic principles of a, a wish, a lie, a dad yeah. and, and a, a son yeah. uh, is, is all that matters. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I think it's tough with movies like this to rate them against everything else we've done yeah. because you need to t- really need to rate them against others in their class yep. and this would be in near the top of its class. But against everything we've done, I think it's an eight. Yeah, I'm an eight and a half, eight point. And for those listening, I don't just automatically add half a point to everything you say. I was just going to say. I, I have rated highly. It's close to a nine even for me. Yeah. But I think a nine, it, it needs to be slightly better than to be a nine. Or right. It's an eight five because of its repeat watchability. Yes. And just it's Jim Carrey. Yeah. It's, it's, it's him and his element. Yeah. He's very good. Is next week's movie about thunder? No, it's and not. Rain? Why? Because that's all, that's all you can hear right now. Next week, we're watching Basic Instinct. Oh, I've, I've not seen it, but I'm, hey, I've heard. Really? I'm and I sure know, you've heard of a scene. I know plenty of VHS tapes were, <laughs> were broken. <laughs> a, lot of pause, a lot of pauses going on. Released in 1992, starring Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone. Also has, you know who else is in this movie? Sharon Stone's Newman. private parts? Newman. Newman. From Seinfeld. Really? Wayne, Wayne Knight. Yes. Knight. This was directed by Hello, Paul Newman. Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Now, here's We've your millionaire question. Yes, we have. Yeah, we have. Oh, no, I recognise the name. Yes. But I don't know the movie. Robocop, Total Recall. Which of these films did Michael Douglas not star in? Jesus okay. Christ. And of, these are movies you've probably never heard of that he, with him in a Why would you a, do that to me? A, A Perfect Murder. B, Romancing the Stone. C, Devil's Advocate, or D, Black Rain? He was in Romancing the Stone. He was. That's one down. The last one. Black Rain. Mm. He was in Black Rain. He was in all of them. I mentioned it last week that he was in Black Rain with Andy Garcia. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) That's on our list, by the way. Black Rain, great film. Anyway, that was Liar Liar. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was... uh, the Devil's Advocate. He Devil's wasn't Ab- Devil's Advocate. Oh. Sorry, yeah. Devil's yeah. Advocate. That was uh, Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves, which Fair is also on our list. Oh, okay. as well. I'm sure it is. This is a long list. We're getting through them. And we're glad that you enjoyed Liar Liar. I'm happy that I've brought another movie to you that you liked. You Big haven't fan. panned a movie for a while. That's yeah. really good. Bring me, bring yeah, me something yeah. rubbish well, there. Well, yeah. I, I, just, I suspect uh, Basic Instinct is all hype and no movie. Well, that's my early I, prediction. I disagree. Early I, prediction. I disagree. And you never, you haven't seen Basic Instinct no. with Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone. Mm-mm. That is amazing. I've seen it a few times. It's not the kind we're of thing I'd freeze frame, to be honest. <laughs> well, if you're wondering what that's, we're talking that's about, that's for the you private have, you have feed. To tune in next week. That's right. Basic Instinct <laughs> next week. But we're glad you enjoyed Liar Liar. Talk to you next week. See you, mate.